As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be. Oh man, it's eight o'clock. And so that'll make it a. I don't need the spotlight. I shine just fine. Hi, I'm Karma, and yes, I am a bitch. Rob Bros. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brav Bros, your favorite podcast from the bros for everybody, for whoever wants to listen. I am your co-host, Steel Russell, joined, as always, by the one and only Shooter Magooter, a.k.a. Shoots. What's up, Shoots? Not too much. Love that uh, people keep calling me Shoots. It's taken off, and I'm all about it, but... There was a review on Apple that called you Shoots. It's incredible. I know. I love that it happened. so organic, and it's so great. <laughs> But feeling good, uh, you know, Steele and I have a, a planned beach trip together this weekend, so look out for Charm, some footage. Southern Brass-esque trip. I can't wait. I'm stoked. It's for my birthday and for Colleen's birthday. Yep. So we got a little dual birthday party going on and a costume party that we will not be attending. No, I won't be going to that costume <laughs> party, but it will be happening on the island. Yeah. So we're good with that and uh, ready to roll. But first, we want to bring you guys the good content to make sure you guys are stoked for the weekend yeah so here we are and we'll be bringing you some like bros content from the beach you know Absolutely. maybe a little top gun volleyball game spike ball <laughs> oh yeah we got spike ball yeah i'll uh, bring some aviators i have aviators i, I you you're gonna shave into a mustache again no all right. no i don't it's think fine. it's for me that's fine i don't it's think okay. it's for me i will bring my jorts all right yeah well i fully expected that i would have brought those regardless though what are you those supposed are to staple. cook what are you supposed to cook meat and yeah like, i always wear my jorts, jorts. Yeah. yeah well they're stretchy jorts though they're like workout jorts they're jegging jorts if you will they are i bought them workout from a company i swear to god i bought them from like some sketchy crossfit company on instagram like they barely had a website and i was like nah it seems like a good idea i'll put my credit card in here and you know what it was the best decision I ever made. I feel like that's one of those times that you like you go to Seven Eleven or something, you get like a disposable credit card for something like that, like a gift card. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to put my actual credit no, no. card in there. No, that arguably could have been my debit card. So. <laughs> Keep monitor on that one. It but. was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I had a shitty day. Um, oh God! Yeah, I woke up a little late. Um, and then I got to the gym for my first client. And as I get out of my truck, I look down, my tires flat Oh, and not like I've had a leaky tire, if you will, or I've had to like keep refilling it a little yeah. bit, but not like a full flat. I saw there was a big like divot in the side of like it was done. Oh. So then I had to change my tire after my clients. I changed my tire. My spare was flat. So I had to drive with a flat tire to the gas station to fill it up. And as of now, the spare is still holding strong, but, um, Yeah. Can't win. That was my morning. I had a Monday on a Wednesday. Oh, God. Grr, Mondays, you know? Gar Garfield would be very <laughs> upset at that day. Some quick news before we get into the Bravo news this week. Um, Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras are playing a show on September 11th in San Diego, and uh, we were going to be attending due to scheduling conflicts. We can't make it, but... We are still getting some tickets to give away to you guys, so stay tuned. Um, keep checking Instagram and TikTok for an update on that. You'll have a chance to win two tickets. Um, yeah, I mean, if you won the first round, which I forget who it was, but if you won the first tickets, you have a chance to go again if you want to go. Yeah, if you want to go again, you can. I have a feeling this time will be a little tougher to win. We didn't have as many followers last time. Yeah. So if you want some free tickets to um, uh, Tom Sandoval, the most extra show, make sure you get your submissions in. I think you can submit like multiple times. So 
Yeah, um, get after it. Get after it. We'll uh we'll keep you updated. Anyway, moving on. We had um it was a packed week. It was a packed Bravo week. A ton of shit popped off. A lot of it was Beverly Hills centric, which makes sense because it seems like there's been so much build up to Aspen that it's only timely that we have a week full of Beverly Hills drama. Now, do you think that's kind of planned to drum up more interest? I mean, I feel like we've been waiting for the Aspen trip for the entire season. I feel like we've been waiting for it since before the season started. Yeah. I mean, because there were already like grumblings coming out about what happened with Kathy. Now, obviously, we saw something completely different tonight. But yep. yeah, I do wonder anytime that happens that there's more news, there's more things going on for one show, and there's a big like almost like a penultimate uh, climax to the season coming up that maybe Bravo's just kind of put some stuff out there like hey drum up some interest and like get some beef going in the real world interesting I've never thought of wow you think well, like, people are down on Be- Beverly Hills right now like people are hating it there was they're a meme... not going to feel much better after tonight by no. the way no there was a meme of me before the season stoked for Aspen can't wait for that episode me right now and it was a picture of like Winona Ryder just going through a day with like a cigarette hanging out of her mouth and like half makeup that's on, how half makeup I feel off. and I that's how I feel too like this has been a long and treacherous 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 yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you got it this has been a long <laughs> and tre- <laughs> no I'm second guessing myself this has been a long and treacherous season that's the third and, time you said long and treacherous by the way yeah we've been just <laughs> I sometimes I think you're gonna cut things other times I'm, I'm like fuck that. it nope, I don't know what he's gonna do that. You know, sometimes you just got to see how this works. Yeah, I feel you. This is how this works. But it really has been like a knockdown drag out season that I I have struggled through. I know. And like, it's our first season covering. Like, this is the first thing we decided to do. And yeah, we've been in the trenches for this one. This has been like a long and arduous process. And to your point, like maybe they are kind of behind the scenes, like putting stuff out into the media. The first thing I want to get into is there's no way they could have timed this. This is the court system. True. Um, Erica Jane actually wins one of her like bigger lawsuits. It was like a $5 million lawsuit from the ex-partners at Girardi's law firm that accused her of being complicit in um, the fraudulent accounts. And they said that she directly played a part in um, covering up stealing from them specifically. Like That's so accounts. funny because I would imagine that the ex-partners are the ones who are complicit. Me too. Like, right? how are they not sitting That's there? That's the like, first thing I thought. What's up with this fund? Where's this money going? Why By is this way, not being pumped into anything? We are not accusing them of being complicit. Let's just get that out I'm there half, right now. Half I don't want to only because I <laughs> will talk about this in a second, but now Diana's sending out cease and desist stuff. And you know what? Let's just not. All right. Let's just not. I don't know if she's going to come for us, though. I hope not. I'm ready. I'm not. We, ready to ha- roll. we do not have the funds to cover these lawsuits. I'll turn off my phone, move to a different state. She'll find you. Different name. I don't know. I don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. No, I really would imagine that. All right, fine. I won't accuse them of it. But I would imagine that if you were looking at it this way, the ex-partners would be the ones that are complicit, not Erica. Although I think that everybody's kind of all in the same ballpark with this. And I mean, that's just negligence on their part because they're not paying attention to these funds and where they're going and how it's working. That's what they're I just letting this old ass dude, Tom handle everything. Like, no, well, doesn't make like, any sense. do they assume that the, like, are they accountants? Like there's so many questions I have about this that like, will probably never get answered. 
Yeah, we need to get uh, Ben Affleck on the case from the accountant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dig into this one. Let us know. Um, but yeah, I mean, regardless of how we feel about it, regardless of our assumptions, like she won. She was, the judge declared there was not enough evidence to tie her to it. So look, has her behavior been good this season? No. Tonight was like a cherry on top of being an asshole. But this is the first step in having her name like cleared. Like she's one for one, and the first one is a big, big one. This was, I guess, one of the major lawsuits against her. So I'm not saying she's completely clean. However, she's one for one right now. My problem with it is we're seeing Erica completely unhinged in these shows now, these I episodes. Know. And this is her when she's still going through it. Yeah. If she gets cleared, I don't know what kind of Erica is going to come out on the other end. She's going to take out every single person that said something negative about her. Yep, probably. Like, it's going to be a war zone and not a fun one. As we've seen when she's completely unhinged, like this season, like I stood firm in the beginning of the year. I was like, this is the year of Erica Jane. She's partying. She's funny. She's just saying stupid off the wall shit. That was fun. This stuff is fucking mean. Yeah. And I think that you're 100% correct. I think if she's completely cleared of all charges and she has like a I told you so moment, it's not going to be pretty or fun. She's not going to be a pretty mess. She's just going to be a mess. Yeah. Moving on, staying within that same realm, we mentioned it already. The cease and desist letters from um, Diana's lawyers got sent out to like different podcasts, different social media accounts, different news outlets. Like they seem to be... Anything that came out that said that she was the one behind the bots, that she was the one that instructed people to go after Jax, she has sent letters to, to cease and desist. Now, in my mind, when shit pops off on the show, now this is like a level up because this also made like national news and it was an atrocious thing. Like it's a 14 year old kid. It was horrible. But if I'm innocent, if I didn't do anything wrong, I'm not sending cease and desist letters via my lawyer to try to prove my innocence. Like, that screams I'm guilty to me. I would imagine, yeah. Like, that doesn't look good at all. And there's a lot of different factors playing in here. Like, obviously, she was accused. Then Erica was accused. And then Lisa was accused. Like, but the- who were they accused by? Because this is the thing that I'm, I'm struggling with. None of the people that were involved like garcelle never said anything she never accused anybody outright which i wouldn't if i was garcelle either no i don't think but so. it's coming from the fans like like we posted a video last week just talking about it and our comment section was just like popping off like this has diana written all over it this has rena written all over it so i really do think it's just the fans that are doing this but then i look back and i'm like all right so the people who are commenting about this saying that it could be one of the, the mm. women that did the bots are refusing to accept the fact that maybe it really was just a bunch of unhinged fans that are going after a kid. Like, I don't really think it's that crazy. And this is coming from me because, I mean, my expertise, if you will, is looking at, like, athletes' Instagrams and Mm -hmm. the crazy things that are said there and comments on, like, their children. Like, this happens 
all the time in the sporting world in the it sporting really does, world like yeah. a guy drops a pass and they come after his like 10 year old kid and says your dad can't catch get him out of the fucking team dude there was a video you remember that video when Aguilar was still on the Eagles yeah and a fireman saved a child he wasn't by... even a fireman he just lived in the apartment oh you oh I didn't know that makes he's like so I was ta- I was tossing babies out catching them unlike Aguilar, Aguilar like yeah that's, that's the that's the level in which people will go to like a life or death situation he brings it back to one of our receivers not being able to catch the fucking no, ball no and and I do think like there are ties that can be made like you and I are sitting here before we even started doing the podcast we just had like a full-on in-depth conversation about the roster for the Eagles and that's because it's like 10 days away I'm so yeah, excited but like we also we love Bravo and we know that there are people that love Bravo more than us yeah true. and just as much as you know like a crazy fan for a team right so why would it be un- why would it be crazy to think that there's actually people out there that are really going after this kid because they hate Garcelle. Oh, I would have to imagine. Look, I think there were bots involved. I really do. But I would imagine mixed in there, there are some genuine comments For sure. from real people. And I think that you're 100% correct. We draw parallels to the sporting world and Bravo all the time. And yeah, it's funny and in jest. But at the same time, it, it rings true for mm-hmm. a lot of them. And like these women are our athletes of Bravo. And to say that fans can't become crazy enough or unhinged enough to not throw these daggers like in real life at people in your family they will like we like you said like we see it all the time in sports so yeah i think that there were bots but i also think that people took advantage of that and like slipped some comments in for sure Mm -hmm. we keep rolling on with more news and it's still coming from beverly hills now we've got lisa rinna who someone needs to take her phone away like she cannot help herself on Instagram. She started by posting there's a like public apology made from Bravo to Garcelle and her family. Everybody in the housewives, like not even the franchise, just housewives overall, like a lot of them reposted it to their account, their actual page. Rena posted it. Then she deleted it. Like she doesn't really make any sense because she posts stuff like that. And then she'll post a picture of her like 25 years ago and say, I was Lisa fucking Rinna before Housewives and I'm going to be Lisa fucking Rinna after Housewives. Mm-hmm. And then she takes that down and then she puts up another like conversation between her and somebody else. I don't even know who it was saying, you know, I just decided to scrub things from my Instagram so that I can have a clean page. Then don't fucking post it in the first place. Like, I know maybe she's bipolar, which, you know, if she is get help, figure it out. But these actions don't make any sense and the way she acts on the show kind of complicates the way that she acts on Instagram and it's just like all over the place. So don't release anything. You can release just the first thing that Bravo did because honestly, like any housewife, they probably all kind of get it. Like their family members are probably attacked spontaneously. So they all feel the same thing that Garcelle was feeling last week. Maybe not to that extent because that was deplorable. And of course they're going to repost it. So just leave it at that. You don't have to go a step further and do this and do that and call people out. Just fucking leave it. Like, like it's kind of the same thing as Diana doing the cease and desist. Rinna starts attacking people because she probably felt like she was being unwarrantedly attacked, attacked, attacked <laughs> for maybe being falsely accused for creating the bots. Just leave it. Like you don't have to address it. Just no. ignore it. It'll go away. Ignore it or make one post about it without, using like aggressive language or mm. then posting removing the post and defending why you removed the post and then fast forward and she fucking triples down 
because then there's a conversation that is posted um, between her and an Instagram account. And she accuses Kathy Hilton of being behind the bots. She accuses Lisa Vanderpump of being behind the bots and saying that neither would surprise her. And this stinks of Lisa Vanderpump. So like, I can't imagine that LVP would do that for any reason. It just doesn't make sense. She's so far removed. I get that she's like, everybody thinks that she's pulling the strings in Beverly Hills as it is like not even the show, just like in the town, but no, it just doesn't make any sense. And And again, why are you even insinuating that other people have to do with it? Just ignore it. Oh, and I left out the most important part of that like conversation. She says that Kathy is in cahoots with Patrick Summers. (laughs) He's back. Patrick Summers is the one who pointed out that Kathy was super racist. And Patrick Aspen. Summers might not be a he real might not person. Exist. It might and just yes, be. he also accused Kathy of being racist in Aspen. We're going to have to try to decode his name. Like maybe it's a pseudonym for somebody else. And uh, we'll try to figure it out. <laughs> like we'll, have, yeah, we'll have a special episode where Steele and I sit down with like a legend. And what, what's the thing that you use to solve puzzles? Oh, cryptograph? Uh, a cryptic. Is that right? I think it might be a cryptograph. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's I think we're going to lose the respect of our listeners if they see us try to crack that fucking thing. No, our, our, our listeners, they're intelligent people. They know what's going on. But they are. We, I don't know. <laughs> I hope it's right then. But we'll have to sit down and figure out. Because that makes no sense at all. It doesn't. It like it, I. It seems like she's grasping at straws, trying to draw attention away from her. I don't know what it is. Then the last thing um, we can go over to Salt Lake, and I'm getting jazzed up for Salt Lake City. No pun intended. Um, Utah jazz. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't want to. Come on. I, I <laughs> Come on. That's better than I didn't my want boat to dignify puns. it with a laugh. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for leaving me hanging, bro. But um, Jen Shaw, who is, you know, awaiting trial for pleading guilty to fraud and is facing like 30 years in prison, decides to go on Instagram and post all of these claims about people in the Salt Lake franchise and alleging all of these like horrible things that people have done without saying any names. It's like she's alluding to Lisa Barlow. She posts another thing about Lisa later on. It was like three back to back to back stories. And one, like the last one was, I got receipts. I got receipts. I got receipts. Everybody's got receipts nowadays. Yeah, everyone. Oh my God, everybody has receipts. But shouldn't you be focused on the fact that you're about to go to prison? Like, I think she's grasping at this last ditch effort to be relevant before she goes to like, she's going to like prison, prison. She's not yeah. going to jail. Like, she's fucked. And uh, I think she'll go to like Club Med. She'll go to Club Med, but you're still going away. Like, you're 20 years, 10, like, Sure, she pled out, so it's probably like five to ten. Sure, but you're still going to prison. Hefty fines. I I think this is like you said. I think she's just drumming up more interest for herself, trying to get as much out of it as possible. I wouldn't be surprised if she comes up with like a small business of her own just before she goes to jail, just yeah, to kind of get some. Like, hey, buy this T-shirt of me. I didn't out, do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I've got receipts, and I don't know. Like you said, she's just grasping at straws, and I'm interested to see because one. I didn't get into the Salt Lake franchise before this, so oh, I'm going to have to do a little deep dive before we get into it. And two, I think it'll play out okay on TV, but I don't know. They might have to like censor some things depending well, my, on what she says. Like My whole thing with it is no one's going to take the shade you're throwing seriously because you did horrible things to a lot of people, period. That's it. Like I don't care if you say that somebody did something awful. 
if you are doing awful things. I won't I won't believe you. No. You don't you haven't earned that right to talk shit because you're a shitty person. So like it's baseless and it's just it's annoying. I don't even want to see it. I like it's just shut the fuck up, await your sentence, go to jail, and make yourself better, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Now I will ask you this. Do you think there's any maybe negative stigma towards Bravo as a channel, as a production company? For leaving Genshaw on this season, absolutely. There's going to be a lot of there backlash. Has to be, right? I mean, I think that's going to happen anytime that there's something controversial. Like, I think the people were surprised and upset that Erica was on the show and she wasn't even and half in as deep as no. This. And like, to her credit, is one for one on cases and was found that she was not complicit. Yep. In the major lawsuit, whereas Jen Shaw openly pleaded guilty to fraudulent crimes. So. If they're calling for Erica's head for alleged crimes, like, yeah, people are going to be pissed that she's on TV. There's going to be a lot of people. And I myself find it like, am I going to watch it? Yeah. But am I understanding like this is giving a really bad person airtime and like a chance to somewhat vindicate herself or make herself seem remorseful after doing all the stupid shit? Like, yeah, I'm aware of that. So I think a lot of people are going to speak up about it. I don't think it's going to go over great if she gets too much airtime. I think you, like you said, you got to censor it. You got to drop her in when you can. And I would argue, I guess that like maybe they either left her on. It's one of two things. The first one's obvious. Like, yeah, they know people are going to watch this because Mm -hmm. they want to see her go down. But two, I wonder if it's a contractual thing where like her lawyers would get involved. Like you're before no, this is before she pled guilty because she was already filming, right? Yeah. Like, if they'd try to drop her from the show, then I, I do feel like you'd have a case from a lawyer standpoint to be like, you know, innocent until proven guilty. You can't fire her over this, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess it would come down to, I guess, the phrasing of the contract because, like you said, they already filmed, I think they filmed most of the season, if not all of it, before she pled guilty. I think they were filming. They might have. I don't know. I think they fin- I think they were filming the reunion, honestly, during it. but. If they hadn't already filmed the season and they dropped her, they could probably get away with it. And there's probably a clause in there that says, you know, if you're found guilty of any sort of crime, whatever, you're gone. But in this case, yeah, I think I think Bravo is making a huge gamble thinking we're not going to lose viewers. We're going to gain viewers. Yeah, it's a because risk. people are going to tune in to watch her fall. I and I don't think we're going to watch her fall. I think we're just going to watch her squabble with the other housewives and probably get annoyed by her. Yeah, I, I've. Look, if they take it to the courtroom or as much as they can and they cover that stuff, like, that'd be fine. Honestly, like, they're genuinely just showing what's happening and, like, the backlash that she's getting and just airing her out on TV. I would love that. Like, we just have just... to do our best to not comment on the fashion and what she's wearing. No. Because we got ripped. Yeah. That time when I yeah, think you said we... she's wearing this season's Gucci <laughs> and, like, every other comment God was like, forbid. fuck you. God forbid I was a few years off. And, like, it was a bold claim by us. People, we don't know what the hell we're talking yeah. about. No, I have no idea when shit came out, what year it is. But like I had heard in passing that it was this season, so I went with it. People were so indignant about it. They acted like I said something terrible. Like, huh, you idiot. You don't like, know this shit. This season, that's not even this like era. Like, just mean things. I don't know. I tried. All right. <laughs> the last time we tried. Yeah. And the last thing that we have to touch on uh, is just a brief congratulations. Carl and Lindsay of Southern Charm are getting hitched officially. Um, There were some inklings about it before, but they actually came out this week with a picture on Instagram. 
She's got her ring on, and they're tying the knot. I feel like they kind of stole your thunder a little bit. Yeah, I think they did too, honestly. And um, maybe they, you know, maybe more people do watch and listen to us, and they saw that, and it like they're like, you know what, fuck that. We need Craig to probably told them. <laughs> Craig told Paige, Paige told Lindsay. No, I actually don't see that happening. No. No, but I mean, it is a little give and take in this business. Last week, I was thinking, wow, great job, Bravo, not having Beverly Hills on the day that I get engaged so yep. I can take a day off. Nope, right next week. Here's your thunder. See you later, shooter. Yeah. No, you were cool for like a weekend. Yeah. I hope I'm you still enjoyed cool. it. I'm fine. Yeah, you're, you're all right. Cool in my own little circle. Nah. You're fine. Yeah, a lot of congratulations, though, from, uh, from Norway, actually. Was it Norway? No, yeah, it was Denmark. No, Denmark. Denmark. Yeah, somebody from Denmark reached out. That was great. Yeah, I love that we have fans in other countries. So are anyone in Denmark right now? Hey, what's up? And Thanks for the congratulations. Yeah, and um, I also want to give a shout out to Seattle. Seattle is by far our biggest listening base. So what's up, Seattle? Yeah, go Hawks. <laughs> yeah. I love Sorry that. about Russell Wilson. Yeah, that's tough. So a big congratulations to Carl and Lindsay. Um, thank you for stealing Shooter's Thunder. He was riding way too high for my liking, and it was nice <laughs> to see him come back down to earth. Um, I'm just kidding. Congratulations, Shooter and Colleen. But that takes us into what we've all been waiting for. Um, we took a week off, and I think that we needed that week off to prepare mentally for the shit show that we witnessed this evening because it was atrocious. But... We start off, and I thought it was really funny with the editing. Um, it like came up in the caption as Kyle and Dorit were talking in the car, and it was like four days till Aspen. And I yeah, thought, <laughs> it's like foreshadowing. Like, we're still counting down. On yeah, this. but I just it felt like a movie. Like you're watching like, a countdown to the disaster. Like you know, it's Armageddon. It's like three days till impact. Like, it really <laughs> is, honestly, and it's way worse already than yeah. I could have always. Like I did not imagine. I didn't know any of this was going to happen. I was expecting something totally different, and like I'm getting amped up before we even get there. But it was interesting to hear Dorit talk about Rina because Dorit and like all these women we assume just are always on the same page and they're always going to have each other's back. And it wasn't like a vicious comment but she did say like Rinna's being a little extreme like her moods are up and down she's really overreacting getting angry in situations and Kyle agrees with her now I think Kyle would agree with anything Dorit said regardless of the scenario but it was nice to hear that they at least like register when this shit's happening because when you watch it going down they seem so nonchalant just like nodding their head along with them and it drives me nuts so I was actually glad to hear Dorit comment on the fact that Rin is being nuts right now. Yeah, and Dorit actually paralleled her own situation, which is what we did on this uh, two weeks ago. She paralleled her own situation with the break-in earlier in the season, saying, like, you know, like, I was traumatized. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know anything. Like, my actions were crazy, and I really had no excuse for anything that was going on, but I was in the wrong place. That's not the same thing that Rin is going through. And she even, like, drew the comparisons. Mm -hmm. It was like, this doesn't make much sense. And she even threw in that she didn't believe that Sutton deserved to be attacked by Rena. I know. Which I was like, why don't we? And I was watching my fiance and I'm like, why doesn't she do this in front of the group? Like, she will never do that in front Absolutely of the group. She'll not. do it privately with just Kyle. She'll never say anything to Erica. I won't say anything to Rena, but like, at least Kyle and Dorit had this open dialogue. And it would be nice to see Dorit just sit down with Sutton and be like, hey, I've, you know, I might not have your back, but. I understand like what you're going through with Rinna and I support you. And I don't think that it's very good of her to do that. Like that would be a nice moment. And I think yeah. that Sutton would be like, wow, 
Because right now Sutton just seems so cornered, and the only person she can rely on is Garcelle, Garcelle. who's getting shit on for having Sutton's back. But it's like nobody else does. And here's my issue. And like when I saw this scene taking place, and it's exactly what you said. Like they'll say this stuff together in private. But I was like, I would love to see this translate. And I don't think I'm going to. I think this is all talk because there's even like Dorit's like genuine. She's just saying like, we need to show her that she's supported. And like, I feel like she feels like we pile on her and Kyle agrees, but can't help herself to be like, yeah, but, and she kind of brings it down again instead of just being like, yeah, you know what? Maybe looking at from Sutton's standpoint like yeah it could be a lot regardless of if she says stupid shit sometimes and isn't always like the most smooth in situations like understanding that she's taken on a lot this season she could have said that but no she kind of drags her a little bit and says like yeah she just doesn't know what to say sometimes we get a meet up with Garcelle and Diana and I always get confused. I never know where they stand. I thought they weren't cool. I don't think they know where they stand at any given time. Yeah, it was weird to see her show mark. up. And Garcelle was like, hey, Bosnia. Yeah. And I guess Diana was drunk. I don't know where she was drunk from. She had a party. Oh, no. I think she was still hungover from when they all went to the, I was about to say dog wedding because of Southern Charm. Oh, she sounded wasted when she was talking. So I was oh, like, maybe oh, maybe she, she was hammered. I think she was at a party because she had like a full dress on in Garcelle. That she and... claims was backwards. Can we both agree that that dress was not on fine. backwards? Yeah, I thought it was fine. That wasn't backwards. I, I'm not crazy. Oh, we're going to get, see, we're going to get ripped yeah, for fashion get again. For but I, no we way. talked about the, uh, the backwards dress that Sutton wore. Oh, Everybody yeah. ripped us for that one. So, yeah. Maybe we should just keep fashion out of our mouths. Uh, probably. No, 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 uh, no, no. No, no. We're, we're still going to give some, some warm takes there. But, but, yeah, so she shows up and she goes through this whole thing with Garcelle, like sitting down and like they kind of hash it out and they're cool. They're okay. And, yeah, Diana's like a little giddy. So that's why I thought she was a little drunk. And she said at the end of it, she agreed with Garcelle. She's like, all right, like, I do understand. I, I can give Sutton another chance. I know. I was, and we're like, I was shocked. Okay. And Garcelle was shocked. I know. Garcelle was like, all right, like, this is so strange. And we kind of saw that before. I think they sat down at, um, was it Dorit's house that they sat down and they started talking across? It was and after Sutton a- apologized and said that she was 95% oh, yeah. to blame for it. And Diana sat there and said, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. Should be squashed. Everything with Sutton. Get squashed, comes back. Get squashed, comes back. No one ever lets it lie. No, and a lot of times, at least before this season, Sutton would say something that would spark it again. She learned her lesson, and nothing changes. No, like she, she just keeps there. her mouth shut the whole time, and she just gets attacked. So it was nice to see that. I mean, obviously foreshadowing for terrible events. And like I said, Garcelle was shocked, and they left on good terms. And we're like, all right, I guess we're ready for Aspen. Maybe well, hold on, anyone missed, can be friends. You missed the part where. Diana stays at the hotel and stays by herself because she's high maintenance slash her words has to send the Ghostbusters in. That was funny. I thought it was funny too. And I also didn't think it was that crazy, especially like this day and age. I feel like a lot of people would be cool with like a quick cleanse before you enter a new space. So yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. And Garcelle kind of drew comparisons to her with her um, crystals and spiritualism. Exactly. So she felt that and she's like, yeah, do I think she's fucking crazy? Yes. Would I try it out? Yeah, probably. I honestly probably would try it out. Just I in don't case. Give a shit. You know what I'm so this is true. When I moved in to this house, um, in my basement, and my basement's not finished, 
there's like a cupboard under my stairs and I was like moving shit in or no, we were doing demo. So I was like dragging like concrete around and I went down there and I saw it. I was like, you know, it'd be creepy if there was something in this cupboard. Like there's no way there's something in this cupboard. Like a severed head? No, it wasn't that bad. But I opened the door. Shrunken head. There was no heads. There was nothing physical. All right. I a guess fake it, pregnant belly. Oh, <laughs> what a callback. No. Um, I guess kids used to live here and like on the wall, under the stairs, in a cupboard, in like a musty basement, is like drawings of guns. It says, um, shoot to kill. And I, I'll show you after this, I swear to God. And then like a little like war picture. And I, I would imagine that kids were down there like playing like army or something and just drew on the wall. But very unsettling. So I took it upon myself to like just say openly in my house, like, hey, guys, if there's anybody here, like, we're cool. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. If you make some bumps or whatever, like, it's fine. But I think like, it let's could just be... go, go our separate ways. You can stay. Just don't fuck with me. It could much. be a lot worse than those drawings, though. Like, it could be, this is my imaginary friend, and it's just a horrific picture. Well, wouldn't that... Oh, gosh. I, I would move It's still my house. Stop. Like, I, I'm just saying, be... like, if you find something else down there. Look, my house is beautiful, by the way. I love my house so right. much. But, yeah, there well, it's is funny a that... creepy kid's drawing. And, like... I was going to cover it up, but then I was like, what if that pisses somebody off? And then, then ah, they start haunting because I covered up the drawings. So I just, I tell them like, you guys do your thing. I'll do my thing. And you know, we'll go our separate ways. Yeah. But, I think it's funny. Cause like Colleen thinks that like, she's might be like followed around by somebody and she's like, yeah, it's no big deal. I've got a spirit that might follow me around. I, I kind of blame her for the things that happen. Like, okay. Whatever. If you want to do that. I was thinking when we were watching the Ghostbusters scene, that's what I'm going to call it. Wouldn't it be cool to start a company and just like scam the hell? Like, I don't believe in any of that. So like, I, I believe that, you know, whatever. You think it'd be cool in a to hotel do that? room or you like go to jail with Jen Shaw. You she fraud. did it. She did it at a rental in Hawaii. I saw that. That's the last place I'd imagine that there's, you would, I don't know. Who are you to say? What are you a Ghostbuster? No, you're a non-believer. I am a non-believer. You're the worst. Yeah, well. Open up your mind. I'm just going to anger the spirits that live in your house before I leave. Fuck you. I'd be pissed. (laughs) Don't do that. And look, I'm not like a firm believer. I'm saying just in case, like, don't do that. Certainly not the first thing I would think of when I get an Airbnb. (laughs) No, but I would be down for it. Anyway, one of the coolest things I saw on the show that I've seen on the show is Moe's putting green. And we see it. We get to the next scene. We're at Moe and Kyle's house. And I didn't realize he's got like a full really nice putting green in his Neither backyard and it looked awesome i was so jealous yeah and i also had to note when they're standing there and the camera zooms out and there's like six really nice cars in their driveway like it looked like they lived at a country club it looked like they were on the putting green at a country club and um mo's got a nice stroke he's got a nice putting stroke he does and i didn't care for Kyle getting mad when he was like, just put it over here. And she's like, I know where I'm putting. And she didn't make like even come close. No, to a he's just putt. trying to be a caddy. Well, there's actually, there's a trend going on now where you play with your girlfriend, but you just allow her to putt. So once you get to the green, the girlfriend putts. Mm-hmm. I think that if Mo went with Kyle, it would be atrocious. Like she would just be yelling at him and he would be like, just go here. He just, he just wanted to help out. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like nothing's crazy, but what I didn't like about the end of that scene was them talking about Aspen and they were, you know, talking about the house and everything. That's fine. I don't want husbands on housewife trips. No. And it, even if it's Mo, who I love, 
I don't care for the husbands on the house. Well, he trip. just wanted like, to go skiing. They're getting like fresh powder over the weekend in Aspen. He's like, I don't want to miss it. I think like, I know. And I, you have a house, so it's not like you're going to go stay at a hotel just because your wife's staying there with her friends. But I mean, he's got the money to do that. So he does you know, have the money to do that. Go get like a, like a nice cabin in Vail or in Aspen, I guess. Just have yourself a nice solo weekend. Hit the slopes. Have some fun. Drink a couple. Well, he probably doesn't really drink that many beers, but smoke a couple doobies. He's definitely crushing doobies on the lift up. Oh, my God. Yeah. And just like have, have a mo time, you know? Mo time. That sounds actually kind of yeah. cool. I want to have some mo time. Yeah, I'd have some mo time. You yeah. see that cowboy hat? Looking yeah, he looked great. great in the cowboy hat. And he, he threw down at dinner. I got to say, I was impressed with the spread. I was not impressed with nothing grinds my gears when I'm in the zone cooking. And people offer their advice or what they think we should do. Yeah, let's grill the corn. Yeah, you no, you want to eat the corn 20 minutes after you eat? Yeah. No. You know, why don't you just sit over there? I'm, I'm <laughs> cooking you dinner. I'm doing you a favor. He even what? said, he was like, it's so cold out here. It's taking a while for this to heat up. Yeah. Like he actually, it's a good move to hit the grill with the spray. Don't mm-hmm. do that at home because it can, the can can blow yeah. up. Yeah. But it was a smart move. And that's when I was like, oh, he actually, he's got some chops. And then he looked at the spread. I was like, wow, this looks really good. Like hats off to you, Mel Cowboy hats off to you. There bud. you go. And not like a lot happened in like the preamble. Like we had a lot of just scenes of like the women getting ready and packing and whatnot. I do want to say, and Crystal's stock has continued to go up. She had a tough start to the season, but she's kind of settled in. Lucy, her housekeeper, one, is awesome. She cracked me up. And two, their relationship tells me a lot. How cool she is with her and they're going back and forth and there's some like jabs being taken and like Lucy's like making fun of her a little bit in jest and like that shows me because if you look at the relationships with a lot of the housewives across the franchise. Kathy not even knowing her housekeeper's name. Well, to her credit, she knew it. She didn't say it on TV for her um, housekeeper's sake, allegedly, but. So she didn't get attacked on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, but. You do see like a lot of times like the how they interact. Like we've had women call them the help like to their face. Oh like, yeah, just some really not good treating of their employees. So to see that genuine relationship with their housekeeper, I was like, you know what, that says a lot about her character, and I like that. So that was another another check in the book for Crystal. She's moving up. She yeah, continues I've definitely, to go up. I've definitely turned a little bit on Crystal where I've gone from I don't like her at all to I don't really need her on the show to kind of enjoying her you know what she's a calming presence that's exactly it that's honestly what i was just gonna say like with all of the anger and fucking hate and just mean shit happening it's refreshing to have a nice scene between crystal and her housekeeper well it would be nice if and she says things in her confessionals it'd be nice if she just starts to get a voice in the group which can come. I mean, they talk about it all the time. They're like, it's very hard to speak up in this group. It'd be fucking impossible this season. She has I know, no it really chance would. to speak up. But like, if she gains a little momentum, I'm not saying this season, but next season, and she can start to be a little bit more of a voice of reason, then we can do what we talked about a couple weeks ago with the factions. I'm okay if, you know, it doesn't look like they're ever going to split up. You're going to get, you know, the, the core four, if you want to call it that, because that's what we're going to have to call it now. And... You get Garcelle, Sutton, and Crystal, and then Cherie, at least, in the mix. 
then at least that we can butt heads as an even team. I agree 100%. She just needs to talk more and speak but, up to the other people. So here's the thing. I think that she tried that in the beginning. I think that her strategy was off, and I think she came in the wrong way, mm -hmm. and I think she learned from her mistakes. I think that now that she has kind of settled in and is feeling more comfortable, I think she recognizes, like, oh, I cannot speak up right now. Mm -hmm. If I say anything wrong, this group of women across from me right now is going to fucking crucify me. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I don't think that this is the season for her to, like, get a voice. I think this is the season for her to do what she's doing, like, keep winning the favor of the audience because it's refreshing to see someone just be fucking nice right into next season. The cast is going to be different. There's no way they don't make changes. And then you're talking about a three-year vet you know, in the league. And now she's not up against this brutal force that is just like trying to take down everybody in the path. Now she has a chance to like be one of the people that have been there for a while and kind of do her own thing. And seeing her not having to play defense might be refreshing. If it's more of the stuff that we've seen over the past few weeks, like, okay, I want to see where that I'm down to see where this goes with crystal. I'm down to see where it goes with Sutton, with Garcelle, with Cherie, like, because there's question marks. We don't really know. We know that they're enjoyable to watch. We know that they get along with other people. They're not just out to piss people off like out of nowhere and they'll all defend themselves. Like that's what we want to watch. Mm -hmm. Watching these scenes unfold where you know where it's going, you know what's about to happen, you know they're about to gang up and it's going to turn on Sutton somehow is so fucking tired. I'm so fucking over it. And like we talked about it early on. We yeah, were we talk about it all the time. It's I know. Just and it's never changing too. It's just always the same. And we talk about it all the time. And it's always the same argument from our perspective. And again, I mean, yeah, not this year, but moving forward. And maybe there's a cast shakeup and that helps things move, move things along a little bit better. But it, like, I'll just free say it. And I, I'm sure people will disagree. People probably just don't enjoy Crystal. And there are so many stands for like Rinna, Kyle read even that pop off and you're like all right I we don't get really comments get... on our videos trying to defend those people like when we have we... comments on our videos people ripping garcelle i which I, is I don't fucking understand that that like, makes no sense to me i'm sorry but even like, if you're not a garcelle fan you cannot say that she's doing shit wrong this season no. like she's the only fucking voice of reason and like if you're thinking that she's in the wrong for standing up for sutton because and we see it play out perfectly tonight because mm -hmm. if she does not it's gang up on Sutton and not to like prove a point, but to strictly be mean and make her upset. Yep. Like, so if you're anti Garcelle or if you think that she's in the wrong or not having a good storyline or any of the above, you're fucking wrong, period. Yeah, no. If, if you're anti Garcelle, I think you just have to look at yourself, get a good long look in the mirror, try to look inward a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. why do you hate Garcelle? Why do you dislike what she's doing? Because from our perspective, Everything she's doing is correct. 100% in the right. And it's, it's like the only scenes, honestly, that make any of this season redeemable at this point is like, mm -hmm. oh, they're not all completely heartless. Like, Jesus Christ. But that takes us to Aspen and all the ladies split off. Dorit acts like she's being a goddamn hero because she's like, you know what? I'm going to stay at the other house. And she has a whole conversation with PK. Like... Good for you, Dorit. Way to bite the bullet for your friend Kyle. You're awesome. But they all split even PK off. was like, "Why don't you stay with the girls?" Yeah, she's like, "Well, 
you know, we can't really have Erica and Sutton together. Well, no, actually, it's because there's only three bedrooms. And by the way, Erica and Sutton seem to coexist fine. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, just when other people get involved. That being but... said, like, not later on this yeah. episode, but I will say, like, she didn't initially instigate that. Like, she, I don't think that if she's not riled up, she was going to just jump and, like, start drama because we see it later and, like, we're jumping around. But when Kyle keeps trying to, like, poke the bear and stir the pot, Erica keeps going like Jesus, dude. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Your confession. Like, why do you continue to push this narrative? Like, shut yeah, the like, like stop. A- actively, the only person that Erica's really picking a bone with is Garcelle. Yeah, and, and, and Garcelle's the one that brought it up. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, let that happen organically. We don't need Kyle stirring the pot and pushing it in different directions. Just leave it. And like you said, like I think that we would be able to have Sutton and Erica coexist. They would just avoid each other in the house, and that's fine. Like they're adults; they're allowed to just not talk to each other, and that would be fine. We don't need Dorit sitting there acting like she's falling on a fucking grenade. Yeah, because to, she like, decides to stay at the other house. Yeah, like the, Jesus, the, this like, beautiful Aspen rental home that's like nicer than any home I've ever. It's even probably been nicer in. than Kyle's house. It looked like it. Yeah. So oh no, like, no, it was definitely nicer than the Aspen house. Yeah, without a doubt. Like the rental house was infinitely. They had a fucking elevator. Yeah. Like, they had a game room, they had shuffleboard down there, like, it was dope. But back to, like, the timeline, Kathy arrives at the house, and one thing I will give Kathy credit for is she is very agreeable. Like, they stick her in a bunk bedroom, and I love this move because this is the go-to move for people when they know that they're putting a guest in, like, a not-great room. They go with it. It's the most comfortable bed in the house routine. Always. Always. It's the go-to move. Like, hey, I know this room sucks, but this bed, let me tell you, this Sometimes thing is Sometimes I sleep so here when I'm not sleeping in my king. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, like, I swear I sneak off in here all the time because it's that comfortable. It's like, no, you don't. You have a king-size bed upstairs. You don't sleep in a bunk bed in the basement. Like, no, shut the fuck you've up. You've laid there once when you were trying to get your kid to go to sleep. With, yeah, Otherwise, exactly. Out. It's like when people stay here, like we don't have a guest room right now. It's an office. So like most comfortable couch in the world. No, Poppy's room will be like Poppy's bed. Poppy's bed is super comfortable, but we all, I always claim like it's the most comfortable bed in the house, period, hands down. Like yeah. I wish my bed was that comfortable <laughs> so that they're cool sleeping in a twin. That takes us right back to like the main event here. And that's back with everybody sitting around and. They pulled out a Ouija board, and it's funny that we're going away this weekend because the last time we went away was in like a trip to Pocono. You remember that we brought the Ouija board out? Oh, yeah. I was firmly against it, by the way. Yep. Not into it. Again, I don't know if that's real, but why mess with it? I think I took a couple shots and then stood like four or five feet away from it. Yeah, like in I case it like burst into flames or you something. You said you're yeah. an unbeliever. Stick to your convictions, buddy. <laughs> this was like eight years ago. Wow, who oh, you changed that much? It was two years ago. Yeah, I've, I've grown up a lot. Wow. I'm engaged now. Wow. Being a fiance has really changed you, buddy. <laughs> but, but they're playing with the Ouija board, and that's like the perfect way for Kyle to just insert herself and stir the pot to the point where even Dorit says like, Kyle, in her confessional, Kyle's just sitting there and she's doing the stirring the pot motion. Yeah, what was the first question that they asked? The first question was, do you think that we can all get along and like have a good trip with none of this stuff boiling over? Was dumb, essentially what it was. Dumb, dumb, dumb. That's what Erica says. Yeah. Dorit says it and even Erica says it. Now, if Dorit and Erica are going to the confessionals, obviously they're not going to say it out loud in front of the group because they can't go against each other, but they will you know, get the balls to say it in their confessional. You know, like, why are you doing that? Why do you have to start this drama? Mm-hmm. 
back to the main scene and everyone's just kind of laughing. And that's when like the drama with it's either that question or the next question. It was the next question when they asked, well, they had one in between, which was kind of a throwaway, which was, will Garcelle get married this year? And I went to a W and then Cherie's like, W we've got that in common. And like, I don't know what the fuck that means, but I think it's a, maybe it's a William. Who knows? Maybe she's got a bill out there. Maybe a bill out there. Yeah. All right. That works. But then they move on to the third question, which is why did Garcelle unfollow Erica on Instagram? Right, 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 right. So here's a bunch of middle-aged women yes. talking about Instagram. Talking about following and unfollowing on Instagram. Talking about stuff that we talked about in high school and college. Mm-hmm. And even Erica had the point of saying, like, I'm, what is she, 51? Is that what She's she said? She's 51. Yeah. I'm 51 years old. I'm not 14, 13, 12 years old. I don't care about she this shit. She wasn't even upset. She no. said, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, and it's not a, it's a non-issue. And that's the approach to take because she looks at Garcelle and Garcelle's like, you know, I didn't like the way that you called me a liar. So I unfollowed you on Instagram. I was pretty emotional about it, which I will kind of take away a little bit from Garcelle because that's kind of a weird move, but I oh, get it. Like that I was emotional. I acted on it. No, to admit that I was emotional, acted on it, and my action was to unfollow you on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Well, that but seems I kind of be... get it because then it's like, all right, I don't have to see Erica's posts all week and like her stories and whatever. I just don't have to see her face if I don't want to see her this week. And I can kind of you know, decompress. Well, that seems to be her go-to move. She did the same thing to Kyle. You could just mute somebody. Do they not know that this exists? Like when I talk to my mom about it, she doesn't know how things work. You can just mute somebody. You don't have to like fully unfollow them and get the notification and whatever because they all have... I'm sure either teams or software that notifies them when somebody, I guess with a blue check mark unfollows them. I don't know about that. I'm sure they do. Oh, maybe. But if they're I, making this big of a deal out of it, then they well, absolutely I, have somebody following it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know. Cause like people will, um, there's comments in our thing that will say like, Oh, so-and-so commented on this post or so-and-so liked this post. Like people look for it. So they definitely could. I have, get that. But the unfollow thing is different. You can go in said, like, Oh, Oh yeah, you have maybe. to go into somebody's following or un- or their followers page and then type in their name to see if it's there or not. Yeah, and we're sitting here thinking that people don't have the gall to comment on a fourteen-year-old kid's page. Yeah, I, you're right? gonna go that far. You're gonna go that far enough yeah. to see okay. who's following who. Sure, and like that. This is what bugs me, and this is what Kyle does, and like the issue was squashed. They handled it. Garcelle and Erica handled it. Done. Garcelle said, this is why I did it. I was emotional. I acted on it, and she wanted to make a statement. Unfollowed. Erica replies, Garcelle, we don't need to be friends. Erica, that's fine. Period. Done. End of story. Not good enough. Not enough shit. Nope. Kyle goes back in the bag. Yeah, and then going right back to Kyle, stirring the pot a little bit more, decides to bring Sutton into it because she goes, I don't understand this thing that you guys have going on between Garcelle and Sutton, where you both unfollow Erica and Sutton sits there and she goes, well, I mean, it was a joke because Sutton takes things very different ways than other people take them. And she refers back to the reunion last year when Erica called her a C next Tuesday. And And nobody said anything about it. No one defended Sutton at all. Everybody's got a problem with that word. Not just women. No, everybody's got a a fucking problem. Bad word. Maybe not the English, but you know, they call friends that word. Oh, dude, when I was playing baseball in Australia, everybody calls everybody that. My host mom, I stayed with her grandmother for a few weeks because her house was full. My 
host grandmother would call her grandchildren c-words when they ran around the house too fast (laughs) it's just a different world but like in the world that we live in uh you you just don't call somebody that and to your point nobody defended sutton at that point last year so when it gets brought up again it just feels weird it's forced and like it's bringing up a moment that happened on the private jet where sutton was talking about the unfollowing Mm -hmm. and she's like it was a joke she was trying just to leave move it at on that. She's that. trying to deflect it and just That's go what she on. was doing. She's like, if I bring this up right now and tell you why I unfollowed her, it's going to bring up this whole C-word debacle. Mm-hmm. And like, we're going to dive back into it. It's going to cause a whole thing. Like, you know what? It was a joke. I follow her now. Let's move on. That was what Sutton was trying to do. I really think that she was just trying to not get into another fucking argument. Yep. But then Kyle's like, well... There is a reason, and there is a... What's the reason? And she's like, well, yeah, she called me a C-word on TV, and none of you defended me. She goes, well, see, there was a reason. I knew there was a reason. It's like, well, why do you have to pull that out of her? Because Sutton quickly says, like, well, you didn't care about this when it happened, so why do you care now? It's just weird that, like... And then Kyle starts talking about honesty, and she's like, we just want you to speak up and speak what's honest, and you have a hard time doing that. Like, you need to find your voice. Like, Sutton has done everything possible to apologize to explain how she feels yes she bumbles her words but just let her go like that's how she is you let everybody else go yeah of course and if she has a reason to do something she's an adult if she wants to do something then she's gonna fucking do it you don't need a reason to do everything in this group of friends it's so weird there's double standards triple standards certain people are allowed to do certain things other people are not allowed to do the same exact things they get backlash while the other one sits there and laughs and it's like it's tough to watch and like what happens after this when i tell you that had i not had to watch this for the podcast i genuinely may have turned it off because it was watching someone just sit there and have to take a fucking beating no I would have actually reason. liked to see a physical beating. Like, I just wish that somebody would have thrown something at Diana. That would have been better than watching this. It was just, just like, anyone. You're watching this woman, like, physically break. Like, you see her face. You see her body language. Like, she's crumbling. Like, everybody is looking at her. And it all stems from Erica says, like, I called her a see you next Tuesday. Diana says, well, she is one. And Erica starts laughing maniacally. Like other people have different reactions to it. The majority of the group is stone cold. Like what? What did you say? Garcelle is the only one. And she has up until this point also been like, whoa, like quit going after Sutton like Mm -hmm. a little bit. No one else says a word. I don't know if they were too baffled, but they're like, I I think they were actually baffled. I mean, to be honest, I really do think so. Because like to even see Lisa Rinna, like put her head down and be like, what the fuck just happened but that happened later on that happened when diana went into her whole explanation of why she doesn't like something. yeah i don't know if that was the initial comment i think some of them tried to brush it off and it brings me back like way way back to like where i think that they're still afraid to go toe to toe with diana i think people are afraid to say something to her so they just let her go off in this tangent can you imagine flip the script and Sutton says this, and Sutton's going off on this like tangent. Oh my God, she would have been thrown out of the house. She would have been dragged out of the house, yep. and it would have been like a whole scene. Instead, we're forced to sit here and watch as a woman just gets destroyed. Diana's saying horrible things, and she's trying to bring it back to that whole altercation where she claims that Sutton was trying to 
go after her after her miscarriages and like we've already spoken how we feel about that. Like mm-hmm. the whole situation was blown out of proportion and to sit there and watch seven or eight different women just say nothing, just say absolutely nothing. And when Diana gets up to leave and storm out, the fact that anybody went after her, I like that Diana's the one to fucking leave too. I know. Like, and I, I mean, I had the thoughts like Sutton should just get up and go, just get up and leave before this happens. Just as soon as Diana said that, or, while you're talking about it, just be like, she wasn't saying anything. She had her head down already. This happens. We've seen Sutton leave in the past. I think she was so like emotionally distraught and didn't know what to do. And she's like, why would she? Like nobody's sticking up for her. It's just Garcelle. Kyle fucking has the nerve to say, you can speak up for yourself right now. It's like, how on earth would you? Well, Kyle has the fucking nerve to say, well, you know, you had your underlying issues and what was going on. Like, she's referring to the fucking Instagram thing. I like, know. so, okay, so somebody unfollows somebody else on Instagram. They deserve that. Like, that's what Kyle's insinuating. Yeah, like, that's, fuck off, Kyle. Like, absolutely. get the fuck out of here. So, if I'm, I mean, if I'm Sutton, I'm leaving way before that even happens. She's so emotionally distraught. She's just stuck in her seat, just getting a beating verbally and just like getting yelled at by, by Diana, who just said to Garcelle, I'll give her a second chance. Sure. I'll give her a second this chance. This was the second chance. This was the second chance. Garcelle and, says that. And she just blows it out of the water. And yeah, I mean, Erica's a fucking asshole too. She's going to sit there and like laugh maniacally, like you said, like that's fucking ridiculous. And Erica is the one who leaves with Diana. How the hell does Diana sit there, call someone that word, explain why she thinks she's that word, and it, it's not a good explanation. It makes no sense. And then she's the one to leave? Yeah, I know. It was like, shocking. And I guess like what it brings me back to and what I have trouble with watching is Kyle seems to take pleasure in doing this, like in setting up the drama to this yep. kind of level. And she says in a confessional immediately after this whole thing goes down, Mind you, Sutton is sobbing now. She is uncontrollably sobbing as anybody would. And she hasn't sobbed all season. So I think this is like this is her breaking everything point. breaking over. This yep. is her breaking point because she finally sees like, oh, I'm alone. I'm really alone. And like there's cutscenes of her apologizing time and time again. Crystal, her confessional. She keeps trying to apologize. She keeps trying to apologize. At some point, you're going to stop trying to make amends or stop trying to smooth it over because it's met with such resistance. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point? Why would she try? And I agreed 100% with Krista. Like, Kyle's telling her to speak up. But when she speaks up, nobody backs her up. You call her crazy. You call her over the top. You gaslight the shit out of her to make her seem like the villain. When we at home are watching this happen, and like I saw on my Instagram before we started recording, like this episode did not go over well at all, nor should it. And for Kyle to have the nerve after this shit all happens to say, oh, I don't think that was Diana's intention. Like, what does that even mean? Like, what do you think her intention is? Like, there should be always a follow-up question. And I wish there were more producers that would ask a follow-up question in these confessionals. We've seen it a couple times, but it doesn't happen nearly enough for me. Where they say something that's so stupid and makes no sense, I would just like somebody to be there and be like, okay, then what do you think her intention was? Why do you think she went off like that? Kyle would have no answer. She would have zero answer. Because she, she never thought that through. She's just, for whatever reason, sticking with Diana and or against Sutton, one of the two, probably against Sutton. And like you see it when Sutton's breaking down, people actually come over and like check on her. And then Kyle like comes over and fake checks on her. 
you don't see Rinna coming over and checking because Rinna probably understands, all right, this would be kind of fake of me because I'm not on good terms with Sutton. Yeah. But I'm also not going to speak up. Dorit kind of checks in. You get Garcelle, you get Cherie, Kathy comes over, Crystal comes over. And I really do hope, and we talked about this earlier with Crystal, that like next episode, maybe Crystal kind of hits her breaking point with people just getting at Sutton. And maybe she'll say something I mean, and maybe she'll would... step up. Because I do think that if she kind of builds relationships with these other women, and they come to her defense, maybe she'll be less of an easy target because they'll realize, all right, I can't just say whatever the fuck I want to Sutton and just berate her because somebody else is going to be like, no, fuck you. Garcelle's clearly not enough and she's trying hard, but she's not enough. We need at least Cherie. We need Crystal to just come over and say something and maybe it'll stop. Well, you're talking about two of the new girls. You're talking about Cherie, who's a friend of. Yeah. You're talking about Crystal, who when she did speak up early on, like it didn't go great. Yeah. So like, the people that are trying to go up against like the OGs of Beverly Hills that are immovable. And on top of that, it seems that nobody will stand up to Diana. So it's a losing battle. Like, of course, these women aren't speaking up louder. Why would they? It's a lose-lose situation where they're going to get laughed at, ridiculed, yelled at, and not even have a chance to respond, really, because mm -hmm. you're going to leave the argument it wasn't even an argument. It was just like a crucifixion of Sutton. Like, it was just awful. Fucking awful. It was deplorable. Like, and I, I do hope that, like, the takeaway from all of this is what you said. Like, this episode did not go over well just based on the instant reactions. No. And I saw it, like, on Twitter a little bit. I saw it on Instagram. People didn't like this. We got messages from people. I posted, like, a, a picture of Diana and just wrote, like, absolute disaster yeah. over it. Someone messaged us and legitimately said, I wish there was a trigger warning because my little sister was bullied so relentlessly in, in school. And this really upset me watching this in yeah, real time. As it should. And like, hopefully there's more of that. And the fucking Bravo execs actually see that reaction because they're stuck in a place where they're like, ooh, people are going to love this. This is good TV. There's drama. No, we're fucking tired of it. It's, an, it's terrible. It's annoying at this point. I think... Uh, if there's not a full shakeup where half of the fucking cast is gone and you break up the five, we will not be covering it next year. Yeah. I mean, at, at the very least, all I expect is ship Diana the fuck out of here back to Bosnia or wherever the fuck she came from and get her the fuck out of here. I'm done with her. The one thing that can maybe add to your crazy theory, and it was a scene from next week. They're sitting outside in Aspen somewhere, and I think they're going over what just happened. I don't know what the setup is, but Sutton and Eric are sitting next to each other. And they both say it's different because, and Sutton's like, I like you. And Erica goes, I like you too. We just have to work some things out. We're getting there. And I was like, oh man. Which I never would have imagined after, after this episode. Tonight, I would have no. been like, dead. My theory's gone theory's forever. Like, yeah, like shot out of the water. Yeah. But. If that comes through, if that comes to fruition and they are buddy-buddy after the explosive Diana tonight, we might actually see. And for this to come true, it, it has to be one sentence. It doesn't have to be a big thing. I will give you credit if Erica just even says, hey, Diana, that's too much. Anything will be credit to you and this crazy theory because... I'll take it. I will. I, that's the first thing I thought. I saw the scene from next week. I was like, mm. I didn't watch the scenes from next week. So oh, this yeah. is news to me. I saw it. And I was like, wow, that's setting right. it up. It could be a thing. But um, Nostradamus are back. Oh, I, we got a great 
great comment from somebody that said, by the way, it should be Brostradamus. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> and yeah. I, one, don't know how we didn't figure that out. And two, that that's exactly what it is. I don't is think, I, I think I'm already messing up the word as it is. I don't think you can pluralize a guy. Nostradamus. I don't know. Because that was a guy's name. Sure you can. Yeah, but it, like, I think it's deeper than that. Yeah. Nostradamus is, is probably the right one, but I like Nostradamus. Yeah, no, Brostradamus. Like, oh, that's another level. That's that we just took it up a notch. Yep. And that takes us to Shooter's favorite portion. We got questions, baby. We got lots of questions tonight. Um, Let me reiterate, this is my favorite portion. And part of the reason why it's my favorite portion is because you butcher the name so horribly. Someone called me out today. I know, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, I'm going to mess it up again. Oh, man, don't make me do it again. Just use a first name. People have first names it. on Instagram. No, but I don't want to. I feel like you're not supposed to do that. I don't know what the rules Just are. Just the first name. You don't even have to go second, last initial. They'll know who we're talking about. I, I got to find it. It's um, okay. Here it is. So her username is Lunkrer, but it's L Unkrer was her last name is Unkrer. So L I, I totally ruined it. Yeah. That's but fine. she's called me out. She said, oh my God. Like she heard her question and was like stoked that she heard it. And then she said, by the way, butchered my name. But look. I try my absolute best to not mispronounce these usernames, and Shooter's right. I probably should just say first names, but I feel like at this nah, point... go usernames. It's so much more fun. We're too way. far in. I have yeah. to use the usernames. So this one's easy. From Bravo Love Baby, do you think Paige and Craig are actually endgame? Yes. I, I do, do too. Yeah. Yeah. I They're still, and and in light of the recent news of Lindsay and Carl's engagement, we have to add them to the power rankings, which I completely forgot about. I'll put them like a soft five, probably. I'll give them I a soft five. There's at least three more couples. Carl that are and Lindsay? Yeah. Oh, wait, no. I give them, I give them a hard eight. eight, eight I'm not saying eight out of ten. I'm oh, saying like, fuck. no, I'm saying like in like the power rankings. Like oh, first we have okay. Craig and Paige. I don't know who's. The rest need two, to fall three. in. Yeah. We'll but I would, I would say three. I think that they're actually really great for each other because Carl's seen all of her like really bad moments. Yeah. In I think Summer Lindsay House. just annoys me sometimes. So I'm not uh, yeah, but I, I love Carl. That's Lindsay my point. Me. I think that Carl can handle that. And yeah. I also think that Carl's sobriety is great for Lindsay. I think that it's just a match made in heaven. So I'm going to put them at number three right. and an eight out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on, we've got. Super size fries, three nine nine five. I like that. It's Good easy job. to read. Who would be your dream Beverly Hills cast or Ultimate Girls Trip cast? We're doing Ultimate Girls Trip. Who's your ultimate? Yeah, because we've done the Beverly Hills cast? one before. Yeah. Who's your? Give me four cast members for your Ultimate Girls Trip. All right, so I'm gonna probably pull some active members here, but I do want. I want to see Denise back on the screen, so we'll throw Denise Richards in there. Okay. I'll throw Ion because I think Ion needs a bigger spotlight. Pull Fair. her from Dubai. I'm going to throw Cherie from Atlanta because I'd love to see her and Ion talk about Cherie's line and if it's going to come out ever, which it might not. And finally, I'm going to throw Marge Jr. in there because I want to see Marge Jr. and uh, Denise kind of get after it. Uh, <laughs> that's a good I would love to see that pairing. That's actually, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm going to go with Karen from Potomac. Number one. Um, number two, I'm going, I'm going Marge Jr. too. I just think that she's, she's always fun. Um, 
Number three, I'm going Sutton. I'm giving her a chance to be out of the spotlight with these other women and like give her a new stage. And then Garcelle, honestly. That's my ultimate girls trip. All right. Yeah, I, I like that. that. I like that crew. I'd I think that, that there'd be fun drama. I think Sutton would say some stupid shit and the other women would like playfully go back and forth at it. They wouldn't take it so fucking seriously and try to destroy her entire humanity. I think if you overlap our two forces. That's an ultimate girl's trip. That's an trip. ultimate girl's trip. That's, I'm into that. I'd watch that. Wow. Brav Bro's ultimate girl's trip. Well, yep, we're just doing go. Bravo's work for him. That, that, well, rumor is they might have hired us. <laughs> That's not, that is not a true rumor, by the way. From IMM80. Am I the only one who wanted to throw a brick at the TV every time Kyle, EJ, Dirty D, and Boring Dorit spoke? No. We wanted to throw multiple bricks at the TV. I wanted to throw Shooter at the TV. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't here, but he would have thrown me at it. I would have thrown Shooter at my TV. From Fessy underscore 76. Maybe a fellow Philadelphian. Um, Diana what? shops in Aspen, but never set a foot in a store before Kyle's opening. Lies. That's just a statement, but good point. Are we allowed to call her a liar? Diana? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, apparently that's, you know, well, that's grounds for unfollowing, but yeah. One of Kathy's three big things. Yeah, I, oh my God, I can't believe we forgot about the big three. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, don't call me a liar. A thief. Don't call me a thief, and don't call me a pedophile. Don't you dare call me a pedophile. Like, well, yeah, I think that's universal. Yeah, let's, I mean, uh, liar and thief are kind of, you know, some people would be upset if you called them that, but I think that every, literally everybody on the planet would be upset with being called a pedophile. Yeah, so there's, she's not wrong. No. She's yeah. not wrong. It's just a weird thing to say. It's a very weird thing to say, but you're not wrong. From Just Fran Things, how do we as fans fire every housewife of Beverly Hills except Garcelle and Sutton? And I'm only reading these because they're all kind of similar just to prove a point, like how shitty this episode went. Like nobody's happy. It's not just this episode. It's the whole fucking yeah, season. Yeah, it really like... is. But like the, I think that not only was this the boiling point for Sutton, like to break down, this was our boiling point as well to be like, this is, I'm fucking finished. I'm done. I'm going to answer the question literally. Okay. And say, you send them a very short email. Just, but Just every see you later. day. Smell you later. Smell you later. Every day with a Signed pitch. Bravo exec. Signed Bravo. Wait, who's sending it? You? Who's firing them? That and was the question. Said, we as fans. Oh, how do we as fans do Yeah. It? Oh, then I'm sending the email. Smell you later. Just send it every day. Every day. Until they get the hit. Oh, no. Here's a better one. Okay. I'll hire bots <laughs> and say, smell you later on every single one of them. The reverse bot technique. Yeah. That's, a, that's actually a good idea. And our last question comes from DMG1965. Who do you think the craziest bee on the show this season is? Craziest housewife this season. And your reasoning why? Um... I guess I'll go with everybody else. The problem is that like we know the characteristics of pretty much every one of them. I, the easy answer is Diana, so I guess I'll just take that. You're taking the easy way out? Yeah, I'm taking the easy way out on this one. I don't really think, feel like thinking too hard on this. <laughs> but yeah, I'm taking Diana for all of the reasons that she just contradicts herself constantly. And if I have to look at her, lick her lips anymore... Yeah, it just drives fucking me nuts. No. I never noticed it until you pointed it out, and then everybody on Instagram started pointing it out. But I would say the craziest one this season is Kyle, because she is constantly just doing this thing where she stirs the pot, and it, it was made so apparent tonight 
when multiple other people within her crew were like, what are we doing? Why are you doing this? Like, why are you forcing this friction up until this point? It's been kind of a nice night. There's been nothing popping off. And I need, I know that you always say like, we watch this for the drama. We watch it for the drama. I agree. I need a drama free night. And to like wrap all this up, this was not the Aspen trip that I was expecting. No, and I think there's at least one more episode, maybe two. But to kind of build off of your point about having a drama-free night, I don't want a drama-free night. I want a forced drama-free night. Yeah. I wanna... I'm okay with drama popping off if it's unexpected. If Like, tonight was unexpected, actually. So if no. it's playful. If it's playful, yes. If it's surprising in, like, a good way, sure. But yeah, the forced drama has been so like apparent this season mm-hmm. and it's so annoying and I'm so over it and it's mostly Kyle's fault. So it's just brutal to watch. Yeah, so that's my answer, Kyle. Firm answer. Firm answer. Final answer. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. <laughs> but that's all I got. You got anything else? No, I'm ready to roll. All right. Well, make sure to continue to follow us on Instagram at brav underscore bros. Follow us on Twitter at brav underscore bros and on TikTok at brav bros, no underscore. Um, Reminder to keep an eye out for Tom Sandoval, the most extra ticket giveaway. Um, We'll be giving away two tickets to their show on September 11th in San Diego. Um, Our winner last time tagged us in videos. It looked like a blast. So do yourself a favor. And win some free tickets. Take somebody on a date. Go have a nice night out in San Diego. I love San Diego. I wish we could have gone, but um, we'll catch him eventually. I think they just got like a lot more tour dates, so maybe they'll come to the yeah, East Coast. Yeah, I think Coast. he comes to the East Coast, too. Yeah, so we'll go to that one. But um, other than that, just thank you guys for continuing to listen to us. Love this fucking rocket ship we're on. Yeah, we're having a blast. All aboard, baby. All aboard the Brav Bro. Yes. Brav bro. Yes. I was trying to think of a pun and it came out. The brav bro. Toot. Like I said, toot. 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 Is that a boat? Like a tugboat? I don't know. The brav bro goes toot toot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that's all we got. Um, We will see you guys next week. Keep listening to our Below Deck episodes because we're getting a lot of BDE. Below Deck energy. Yep. But that's all we got. Yeah. See you guys next week. We'll see you next week. Bye.